0: My mom yelled from upstairs, down into the basement, come on, we're leaving! And as I was getting ready to climb up the stairs to meet everybody out by the cars, this video came on. And I stood there alone in the basement and I watched it all the way to the end. And when it was over, I ran up the stairs and my mom met me at the top of the landing and she asked me, what were you doing down there? Everybody's waiting. Nothing, just turning off the TV. Hello everybody, my name is Bishop Freesh and I want to welcome you to my life through music where I talk about the songs or music that were either there at a particular place or a particular time, or songs and music that describe moments, situations, uh, thoughts, feelings, or emotions that I experienced at those particular places and those particular times, and the song that was there for this place and time is "Time After Time" by Cyndi Lauper, released in 1984. Wow, it's a beautiful love song, and I just have to say that that Cyndi Lauper along with many of the female artists that I talk about during this project, is not only extremely talented, but has, in my mind, certainly solidified her place in musical history as well as influence, especially for my generation. In the summer of 1985, or was it 86, Honestly, can't remember exactly what year it was because we went back there so many times during that period My family went back to Michigan to spend the summer with my aunts and uncles My dad stayed for a week as usual and then went back to work back in Phoenix But my mom my brother and I Stayed the whole summer. I mean literally the whole summer and My mom was always close to her two sisters, uh, even if they were, you know, across the country. They were always very close. And the cool thing about it is that even though we didn't see each other all the time, it always felt like home there. There never seemed to be a difference, at least for me, between living here in Phoenix and and visiting and staying with my family back in Grand Rapids. And it still is to this day. It's Awesome! It's like you come and go as you please, and everybody wants to do the same thing. That everybody has fun, and nobody's left out. And it's it's awesome, and it's so welcoming. But on this particular trip, we stayed the whole summer, and for teenagers, you know that could be kind of tough. But it was awesome. It was awesome. We hung out with our cousins, my mom, and one of her sisters used to play this card game that they loved to play with like six decks and they would stay up all night, listen to music, uh, play cards, smoke cigarettes, and we'd have cookouts, get togethers. And one of my uncles, (laughs) one of my uncles had a basketball hoop in his garage, but it didn't have a a backboard. But for some, I don't know what, for some reason he had a, a basketball hoop, but there was no backboard to it. But that didn't matter because one day, we designed and, and made a backboard for it and we put it up on his garage so we can play. My other uncle took me uh, with him to his work and showed me the city and all the factories, introduced me to everybody, and um, you know it was, it, was, it was so cool for me because it was a part of life, or a way of life, I should say, that I had never seen or experienced before, you know, being from the Southwest and all. It's it's different. And if you're from back there, you you know what I'm talking about. But what filled the gaps between all that stuff that we did, all all those activities, all that fun was my aunt's basement. It had everything you needed down there. And we don't, you know, typically we don't have basements here in in Arizona, but all of them do back in the Midwest. And it was really cool because it was kind of like a teenage hangout, you know? It was kind of dark because of the lack of, you know, natural light. There wasn't that much of that. And the ceiling would creak and thump, you know, when people would walk above you. It was fully self, self-contained. It had furniture, bathroom, place to eat, and most importantly, it had a TV with cable. And that TV was glued to just one channel, MTV. You know, back when it was really music television? See, back then, MTV was awesome. It was literally all music, all the time. Only every once in a while, the VJs would come on and they would report a little bit of music news, or they would give updates on concerts, or upcoming album releases. But other than that, it was really all music, all the time. And it was awesome. And when I had my fill of music and videos, and I wanted to go outside, there was was plenty to do. I do remember one hot, muggy, humid morning I was looking for something to do and I wandered into my uncle's garage where I found some spare wood and at that moment, I decided that I was gonna build a birdhouse for my aunt. You know, there was plenty of materials, plenty of nails, tools, screws, glue, all that stuff. My uncle had all that stuff. And how hard could it be? It's a birdhouse, right? It didn't take long, however, after I got started to realize that all these pieces I had cut to assemble for this birdhouse was going to make this thing a lot bigger than I had thought, (laughs) than I ever expected. But I was halfway through and I decided that I was gonna, you know, finish this project. I was gonna see it through to the end. When the thought hit me, how am I gonna cut the hole in the front piece for the door without messing up this piece of wood? And to tell you the truth, this really bugged me. I was was literally worried about this. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And as I stood there, looking at the back of my uncle's garage, staring at these pieces, I then heard my uncle's voice behind me in his hard Midwestern accent saying, How you doing, buddy? And it wasn't... A condescending tone or anything like that. It was really a genuine interest, as almost to save me from the embarrassment of having to actually ask for help. And I was like, "Yeah, I um, I started building this birdhouse, and uh, well, it's a lot bigger than I thought. Plus, I." I don't know how to cut the circle for the front door without ruining this piece of wood. And he said, don't worry, I've got something for that when we get there. And, you know, as he helped me, you know, put this thing together, I was still distracted by the thought of, how are we gonna do this? So we continued to put it all together, this bird condo, as my aunt, later would call it. It was big <laughs> and we got ready to cut the circular hole for the door in the middle, this piece of wood. And my uncle just nonchalantly grabs a drill, drills a hole where the, the door was gonna be, the circle. And then he says, well, how, how big do you want this, this hole to be? And I was like, oh, about this big, whatever. And then he takes a jigsaw and just cuts the hole out. And I was like, totally (laughs) blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, you know. And you know, at 15 years old, and not much woodworking experience, I thought, man, why didn't I think of that? And as I tell this part of the story, some 34, 35 years later, I just know, I just know that my godfather, who, has left us who everybody would agree is a master carpenter is right now rolling over in his grave about this story right now. But on that day, my uncle taught me something without actually telling me he was going to teach me something. And those teachings I found are some of the teachings that stick with us forever. So many trips to Michigan, some driving, gosh, some flying, every one of those trips were special. But for some reason, I always think about that basement, the music, the videos, and I'm always brought back to Standing at the base of those stairs after hearing my mom yell down, come on, we're leaving. And then hearing the screen door slam behind her as she walked out to our family who was waiting for us. In the cars, there was always like two or three cars. Cause there was always so many of us going from place to place. And that video, time after time, coming on. And me standing there, watching it, all the way to the end. And when it was over, I ran up the stairs, like I said before. I ran up as fast as I could, because I, I, I knew people were waiting, you know. And when I got to the top, my mom was coming back in, and she met me at the door somewhat perturbed, you know, saying, what were you doing down there? Everybody's waiting. Nothing. Just turning off the TV. And I walked past her to join the others. But I left the TV on anyways. So the basement could have music that would be filled with music. And after all these years, you know, thinking that this song really had no lyrical meaning, it was just there. But every time Cyndi Lauper sings, you're watching through windows, you're wondering if I'm okay. I wonder to myself, you know, maybe this song does have a little bit of lyrical meaning in my life. Because my whole life, all of my aunts and uncles, the ones still in Grand Rapids, and the ones here in Phoenix, in their own way, have always done that. Making sure that I'm okay. And every time between two minutes and 33 seconds, and two minutes and 47 seconds of this song, I get, that sad, melancholy feeling, the same one I get at the end of Crimson and Clover. I don't know why, I don't know why. And just like at the end of that video, time after time, it's always hard to say goodbye. No matter when we get together, or no matter how long we're together, it's always sad to say goodbye. There's always tears. You know, up until my aunt and uncle finally moved from that house, they kept that birdhouse the whole time. That same birdhouse I made that summer. And when I asked her, when they finally moved, why she didn't take it with her to her new house. She said jokingly, as she was laughing, she said, (laughs) said, I wanted to, but a family of squirrels moved in and it was so big, it, it could fit a whole family of squirrels, but I didn't want to take their home. And I'm glad she left it. These are the reasons why this song is where it's at in my My Life Through Music playlist. And I'll put the link down below, especially for those who've perhaps never heard it or haven't heard it in a long time. You can go right to it. You'll know what I'm talking about. And as always, thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next video.